Welcome back to the Bros in the Barn podcast. I'm your host, Max. I'm your host, Anish. Uh, today, we'll be looking back at week seven of the NFL. Looking at a week eight. And much more coming up right after this. It is Monday, October 25th. It is 48 degrees and windy as shit here. Yeah, we are freezing. Hands are completely numb. That's what you get for recording in a barn. <clears throat> anyway, uh, we're going to take a look back at week seven of the NFL, starting with the Browns and Broncos on Thursday night. Any thoughts? <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to be honest, I missed like half the game. <laughs> but uh, I, I mean, I don't blame you. <laughs> no Baker, nothing really... Exciting. Looking back at uh, highlights and stuff, uh, I was going to say, Kevin Stefanski is to be like one of the best coaches in the league right now to take fucking Dearness Johnson and then make him rush for what felt like fucking 500 yards. Like, Yeah. I mean, I didn't watch it. I think baseball was on at yeah. that point, too. So I wasn't really... The The Broncos had... Broncos season is over, kind of. Like, that's a game you got to win against Case Keenum. and like I think... Them and Panthers are the ultimate fakers. Raiders, since their new situation, they've sort of stepped out of it. But Broncos and Panthers, I think, are in their own category where they started strong in their first three weeks and they've just completely fallen off and they sort of seem washed and they look like they're in sort of their old form. I know. The Browns got to be happy, though, to not have Baker, to not have Chubb, to not have Hunt. There are a lot of injuries, too, and I think OBJ is still playing injured. To be missing all that and still come out with a win, I think you got to be happy, especially in a competitive division where they can't they can't afford to lose any games right now. Yeah. All right, uh, we got Chiefs-Titans. This is easily, like, not not for entertainment value, but for, like, final score, my favorite game of the, the week, I think, to see the Chiefs crumble like that. Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. just falling apart little week by week. You love to see it, <laughs> or I do at least. That but. first half, he had a worse game than Zach Wilson, and Zach Wilson lost by like fucking fifty <laughs> points. Like, didn't he go injured? Also, yeah, yeah. Zach Wilson so. was six for ten with like I think like sixty four yards. I want to say or something like or like fifty to sixty. Mahomes was five for eleven, uh, an interception and like forty eight yards or some some something like that. Like it was ridiculous. I don't know. All I saw was a post saying that he legit has uh, like nine interceptions or something already. It's crazy. Yeah, it was a demoralizing game. Like even just watching the Chiefs to see Travis Kelsey go on the bench, he looked so fucking done with the season. Like, like the Chiefs dynasty fell before it even started, really. And they're not even halfway through yet. <laughs> yeah, they're in a they're in a bad spot. Like none of the Titans are a are a. Bad team, but I don't consider the Titans a good team. I know they just beat the Bills and they're four and two and stuff, but that defense is still really weak. And like, I, I want it. I want to say it's mainly just Derrick Henry, but he didn't do much this past week. I mean, he he threw a touchdown. He didn't run a touchdown. <laughs> he threw a touchdown. He got like eighty six yards, I think, or something. And I mean, that Titans offense is good, but that defense is like really bad looking. And to be the high powered Chiefs offense and only put up three points, like you. It feels so sudden, too, because, like, just two years ago, they felt unstoppable against the Niners when they won that Super Bowl. And I think, well, 
I feel like going into the last Super Bowl, everyone was taking a majority against, of people were taking the Bucks. The yeah, they, I mean they were fifteen and one that season. I mean they felt unstoppable then too, and and now, and now I feel like they look they look they just look so like sloppy and bad, and it, it doesn't even look like the same team. And I can't even think of major pieces that have left really. Like you still have Mahomes. I was just saying, I thought they were one of the teams that kept most of their people. Yeah, but that like that that defense is the same coordinator. You got Tyron Matthew. You got Sorensen. I think Frank Clark's injured, but um, I mean it's no excuse. You can't be, you can't be that bad on defense, and only to put up a fucking field goal against the Titans. That's ridiculous. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Next up, we got Washington Football Team and Packers. This is another game that not game team that confuses me because I watch the Packers and I'm and I'm not sold, but like all they do is win against or right now. Ever since that Saints loss, like they haven't lost a game since then. But yeah, I, I said it last week and I think I'll say it again. I think uh, Aaron Rodgers was just on vacation still. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think I think Aaron Rodgers looks good, but that that whole team altogether, like it's not bad looking. It's not great looking. They play pretty good, but like you know. I, I don't know. I'm not sold on them. I don't want to... Maybe just, like, the part of me that see, saw them lose in the NFC Championship, like, every fucking year, but it's like, I, I'm i not sold. I mean, I'm sure they will make the playoffs, and they'll probably... They honestly might do exactly what you just said. Yeah. We'll make it to the NFC. Card- Cardinals, Packers. Yeah, but... NFC final? I'm going to say that they won't make it. I'll say they'll make it probably, like, divisional or whatever, but... I mean, but divisional is, isn't that hard to get to, I'm pretty sure, but... um. <laughs> But I think we have much better teams in the NFC this year than oh, for sure. we're used to. So I think they'll actually have a competition when it comes playoff time. But other than that, I mean, I'd like to see more from them, from them, like to actually know if they're like legitimate. But they haven't put up that like forty point effort against a team yet. Yeah, but I mean, I guess you don't you don't really need to. You don't need to as long as you're yeah. winning. But like, I guess what you're saying is they haven't won like considerably. Like they haven't won yeah. like like a lights out performance. I guess also I just don't value play, like like regular season performances when you've been known to be a playoff choker. Because like we've seen the Packers like win the NFC or like not win, like win their division easily and like be a top two team in the NFC and then lose in the playoffs a lot. So I was like, just because I see him winning again in the regular season, I'm like Aaron Rodgers can put up the numbers and stuff. But I'm like that whole team always just doesn't have great playoff success. I mean they haven't made a they've only made one finals. Where, I mean they did win and that was in 2010. They haven't gotten like it doesn't feel like they've gotten close to that. I know they're technically getting to the game, like they're one game away, but like it feels like the game's always out of hand for them every year. Well, and I think everyone's just gotten used to them losing. Like it's yeah. more like they're good enough to make it to the championship, but they're not good enough to win it. And people know they're not good enough to win it. And like, after a certain point, regular season success doesn't really mean anything. Like like it is impressive that they've been able to stay so relevant for like Rogers' whole career, but like they only have one ring to show for it, and it's not a lot of playoff you, success. You, you would have expected more for yeah. someone that dominant, basically. Yeah, so like I see him winning the regular season constantly, but I'm not I'm not sold, I guess. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, next, we got the Bengals and Ravens. This is a team I am sold on. This yeah. game was real tight until the Bengals just, like, crumpled. They just took it away from the Ravens. Like, Jamar Chase looks like, one of the best receivers in the league, and it's crazy. Everyone was bullying him on the internet for not being able to catch, not being able to see the fucking ball with the white stripe and stuff. But not being able to speak. <laughs> not being able to speak <laughs> at the draft, but 
But no, Jamar Chase looks amazing. Joe Mixon actually is relevant for once in his life. Um, Joe Burrow, I mean, I don't think he's the flashiest quarterback, but he's a he's a winning quarterback, I think, right now. I mean, this is what I would have expected, like, preseason predictions when I said, like, oh, yeah, I think the Ravens are going to fall off. I think Lamar is going to have the worst year of his career. Turns out it wasn't Lamar as the quarterback to just completely fall off. It was Mahomes. <laughs> but, like, this is the type of performance that I expected, like, preseason. But, like, once we got into the season, once we got to where the Ravens were, like, pulling off wins against the Chiefs and, like, Lamar coming back against the Colts, I would have expected them to have done better this week. But, really. you, you got to like where you are if you're the Bengals, too. You because like the this season the Bengals have beaten the Steelers and the Ravens who for a long time been their their owners and I mean they both games are really convincing and now the Bengals are tied for, for I believe they have the tiebreaker against the Ravens right now although they have the same record yes. yeah they do yeah um and it's it wasn't even close and and I think the expectations for the Bengals were kind of kind of low like not obviously they were going to get better but I I think I think teams people were thinking like a 7 and 10 a 6 and 11 like maybe best case scenario like an 8 and 9 kind of team so to be 500 is already great but to be an actual contender for the first seed in the AFC North like the Bengals have accelerated this rebuild very quickly I think I think they got to be real happy with where they are honestly like I think they, like, look better than the Browns in terms of, like, rebuild. And I feel bad for the Browns because they've been so bad for so long. And it it took them a long time with Baker. Like, I feel like it's been a slow process with Baker to rebuild. But I feel like Joe Burrow has just, like, elevated the team. To me, Burrow is the better Baker where, like, both guys aren't, like, super flashy quarterbacks. but They make, like, good plays. But Burrow is that, but, like, better, I think. Which yeah. sucks for the Browns too, because Baker dragged them out from the fucking like gutter. Oh, and sixteen. Times. But now, but now it feels like they're dragging Baker because it, it feels like they had to catch up to him. But now he can't keep up with them almost, and that's yeah. kind of an unfortunate situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, Panthers Giants. This game was five three for like two and a half quarters. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I didn't get to watch this one. All I can say is that I mean, I'm Sam, I'm surprised. Sam and Darnold surprised. got pulled against the fucking Giants. Yeah, I don't know how the hell that happens. I'm. I was about to say I'm surprised and not surprised at the same time. Uh, for one, it's the Giants, and I mean, there's nothing more to say. It's the Giants. Like they shouldn't be beating anyone, but somehow, like Daniel Jones is like the best wide receiver in the NFL now, or something <laughs> after that catch. But at the same time, uh, like we said before about the Broncos, Panthers like just completely collapsed after those first three weeks, and I don't really know like what to think about them or what their future holds. Really. But what's, what's fucking crazy is that like the Broncos went against the giants, the Jags and the jets in the first three weeks. So like, like everyone was like, okay, yeah, they're three and zero, but like everyone would be three and easy, easiest schedule. And then they, they take losses to, to the Ravens, the Steelers, the Raiders and the Browns. And it's like, okay, but those are hard matchups. But, but the Panthers beat like the saints like early on, which is like, which and then the giants, they also okay. beat the Saints. So, like, your opinions on the Saints are rather... The Saints are obviously better than the Giants, the Jags, and the Jets. But then it's like... But now the Panthers can't even beat the Giants. Like, they're fucking all over the place now. Like, yeah. it's ridiculous. It's crazy. I think, like, they're... Both teams are all over the place in, like, opposite spectrums. Like, Panthers, they started off winning, and you're like, I guess they could be something. But then you have the Giants who lose or whatever, and you're like, oh, that's just the same old, same old. And then they go and they it's beat every the Saints. Other, every other weight. Every and other then they go the and Giants. beat the Panthers, and you're like, what, what, the, fuck what, is what the hell is this NFL season coming to? I don't understand it at all. 
Um, but yeah, that one ended three to twenty-five. <laughs> so good job, Panthers. Uh, Falcons, Dolphins, thirty to twenty-eight. So the Falcons had a huge lead for most of the game, and then as the Falcons do, they had to let the Dolphins take the lead <laughs> and get a game-winning field goal to win. Um. I don't know. Of, of those games, that was like the least interesting one to me in that early morning. So I mean, I think it's like the least interesting. I, I paid the less attention to it, but Kyle Pitts did have a good game, and uh, I mean, he's had kind, not a slow start, I should say, but he's had his ups and downs. But I mean, he really does look like he's going to be an elite talent. So, yeah. what happened to the Dolphins, though? I feel like for two years, I've heard so much about how they're like this, they have a bright future. They had Brian Flores, who's some like the only the only coach, I guess that. Comes from the Bill Belichick yeah, uh, that's tree. That's great. Decent. Yeah, they're like, like, oh, like they got this young talent. They got so many draft picks. The, the Larry Tunsil trade, where they got like three first round picks. But or some isn't shit. he gone? He's gone now. Yeah. Yeah, but they, they got a bunch of picks for him. I think but, they're like, they're like, oh, like they have they have the fifth overall pick with Tua. They have like the 18th pick from the Steelers with the Minka Fitzpatrick trade. They're like, oh, like the next year they got the the third overall pick from the Texans, and then they they like trade down to 12 and then back up to six. And it's like everyone's talking about how great the Dolphins are, but like this is the win the winning time now they're one in five one in six they're fucking bad like like i mean dolphins stayed dolphining i guess that, yeah like to put it's, it. it makes me wonder should the dolphins have picked justin fields at three or trey lance at three or something like yes everyone have flipped the fucking shit out like you draft tua and then you immediately draft another quarterback because I mean, tua but, is supposed to be He's supposed to be like which which one sucks. Of the greats, you didn't but. you didn't help out Tua. I think they done him no favors by making him play eight games and then yanking him in and out with Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Although I think this season he has looked kind of rough. But like, look how it worked for the Cardinals. They took Rosen and they immediately took Kyler Murray and did not look back. I was like, maybe the Dolphins should have done it because they don't have a bad roster. They got a decent O line. They got Waddle. I like their run game. They got Devontae Parker. They got um, Will Fuller. That defense has Xavier Howard. Um, so you're saying they should have ended up doing the same exact thing Cardinals did and drafted one of these QBs that I mean, went in the past I don't draft know because they I mean these QBs haven't looked great but I was like I gotta think Justin Fields would look a lot better on the Dolphins team right now than the Bears team right now well Matt Nagy is incompetent yeah um I don't know it's a risk and they and they didn't do any, themselves any favors by like sheltering Tua a lot because, like, yes, you want to help him out and not throw him to the Wolves early, but you learn nothing by keeping him on the bench. Um, so I guess I guess from that perspective, it makes sense they didn't pick a quarterback because the Cardinals saw Josh Rose and they saw that they didn't want him. Like, yeah. the Dolphins saw Tua and they're like, we need to learn more. But I think... They, I, they don't... The Cardinals didn't want Rosen, so they knew, all right, we need to move on. But the Dolphins are sort of like, we don't know what to do. And, like, like you're not, like... At a certain point, too, if you're in... So, actually, I guess I disagree with what I just said earlier, though, because they immediately went into Deshaun Watson rumors after drafting Tua. So, like, sure, like, you don't want to draft a QB because you've already drafted Tua and be a waste, right? But if you're going to just trade for Deshaun Watson, well, you're wasting Tua anyway. You might as well have picked Fields or Lance at three. Probably Fields, in my opinion, but that's whatever. But Mac Jones. <laughs> Mac, Mac Jones looks the fucking best out of all of them, yeah. but that, that's whatever. But. Speaking of Mac Jones, Jets-Patriots. 54-13. There's not much to I, say. I just, Mac Jones just played like just Mac Jones is the best of the rookie quarterbacks as of now, and I, I, I Zach Wilson he, is the worst. I do think that Mac Jones gets the benefit of getting to play for a competent organization and a yeah. good coach. But I mean, out of all the teams with rookie quarterbacks, 
I they're guess, they're I the got, only like decent. I guess ones. Lance and the Niners, but, but Lance isn't that, like that doesn't playing because that, that's uh, that's almost like the Tua with like the Fitzpatrick and like, like the, the yeah, like yeah. they don't know who to, they don't know who to start the Tua Fitzpatrick situation. Yeah, but yeah, Patriots killed. I, the Jets. I think I think everyone should be afraid of this Mac Jones. New England Patriots combination. Uh, not now, but in the if, future. Well, because like, like Bill Belichick took six-round white quarterback Tom Brady with like low athleticism but like like good mental game and like making good reads and turned him into the GOAT. I was like, Mac Jones is a lot like that, except he was a first-round fucking pick. So I was like, you could argue maybe more more polished talent coming out of the college game. I was like, maybe maybe this is the next guy to win six rings with New England. If he does, Lord help us. <laughs> Uh, next we have Eagles Raiders Raiders looking good again under their new coach. The Eagles have this habit of getting down by thirty and then putting up like twenty points in the fourth quarter when no one cares. Like, yeah, I mean, Jalen Hurts, amazing fantasy quarterback. I don't think he's a terrible like real life quarterback. Like, I think he's got definitely a lot of talent, but that off that offense isn't very effective right now. They barely use Miles Sanders. They're just having Hurts do random shit. It feels like. Well, the Eagles are just trash. That's They're not e- Eagles are trash. Period. It, it, and it's it's weird too because I feel like the talent on that team isn't as bad as you like as their record looks. If that makes any sense, like their running back is decent. They have like Jason Kelsey at the the O line. They got I mean maybe their defense is a little weak, but they got like solid tight ends. The receivers are kind of bad, but I was like, but they play like fucking dog shit. Like yeah. it's ridiculous. I mean, there's. I feel like there's really not much more to say about that matchup. The Raiders. I guess that we could talk about the Raiders. The Raiders have been good, really good in the past two yeah. games uh, since the firing, resignation, whatever you want to call it, of John Gruden. Uh, yeah, they're looking real solid under their new coach. And I know last week we had the Raiders in that like group of with the Broncos and Panthers of like fakers slash we don't really know what to think because. They're so inconsistent, but honestly, I can see the Raiders like Making actually going pretty far with this. I mean, I'm not going to say that they're going to make the AFC Championship or win the Super Bowl or anything, but I think that they could actually make... And it like, helps that the Chiefs are falling off, because the Raiders are in a position here to be the second seed, I think, behind the Chargers. I mean, Raiders are in first as of now, but I don't think that'll last, but I think they could very easily make the wild card. I, I think the AFC playoff picture is going to get real crowded. And yeah. That's 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 interesting. I have been a little worried as a Steelers fan, but it's interesting. I mean, you guys are what, last, pla- last place Fourth, as of now. Yeah. I mean, still have half a season, but we'll see. Uh, next, we got Lions and Rams, the Stafford and uh, Goff want, matchup. I want Goff to win so bad. I think a lot of people did. I think people are just tired of L.A. teams. Uh, shout out Dodgers. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think people just don't like teams from L.A. and – I think people wanted to see the underdog win here. Oh. The, the team that really could have used a win, the coach that is like so passionate about his team. The Lions got to be happy. I know they're 0-7, but they're, they're on their way to a first overall pick. But like one of the big problems with teams that lose a lot is like having to pull them back out. Like, like Baker struggled with the Browns for a long time because like that franchise was like associated with losing. Like, and it, it's tough to win in that situation. But the Lions have like a decent line here with Penny Sewell and... They got weapons. They got TJ Hawkinson. They got uh, Swift, you know, as the running back. And Goff's on a terrible... Like, they seem to have, just have bad luck, I almost feel like. Well, I mean, we've talked about it before. They should have won maybe, what, three or four times? And we went hypothetical. They could have won maybe, like, five times. Like, 
It's a lot of but, close games. You, yeah. A one or two but plays. Like, in there's for winning. sure like three of them that came down to like one score. Like if they if they draft a quarterback, under. they'll be in a good spot. They'll have they'll have a good coach. He can learn behind Goff if they want to. They got a decent team. I like. I hope they're not like the Dolphins, where it's like the Dolphins got hyped up for their future and that fell flat. But like I think the Lions got to like where they are. If you're a Lions fan, I yeah. think the future's bright there for sure. Yeah. Uh, that game ended nineteen to twenty eight. It was close. Like Go- Goff whole, had the, the chance to take a one point lead, I believe, in the red zone, and, and he threw, threw a, pick. a pick. Sadly, it's tough. Yeah. Uh, On to the Bears Buccaneers. This was probably just. I mean, I guess that in the next game, but Bears Buccaneers was just a blowout. Nothing special there. Three to Tom three. Brady threw for six hundred touchdowns. Yeah, I guess that was one notable thing. And and Mike Evans gave the ball to a fan. And they threw that little exchange. Yeah, I saw something earlier. It said like the fan got like two signed Brady jerseys. It was a thousand dollars of store credit. Too, yeah, a Brady helmet, a signed Mike Evans jersey, and his game worn cleats. Just a bunch of stuff for that ball. Yeah. I mean, out of oh, and he got like season tickets for the rest of the season. Oh, shit, and, really? And next and next season. That so like guy made out pretty well. And honestly, like, I feel like they could have just asked for the ball back and he probably would have given it back for maybe just, like, a signed Brady, like, jersey. Just, like, one signed Brady jersey or something. Yeah. That's crazy, though. Lucky that guy just to be sitting there and Mike <laughs> Evans, hey, uh, I'm going to give you a ball here. And just, whoops. But, yeah. I think that and then probably, like, Tom Brady giving the kid with cancer, like, a hat are probably the most notable things out of that game. Yeah. Like, nothing really. It's, on- it's part of, like, the Tom Brady, like, I don't know how to describe it, like, career fluffing up like i feel like he's like on a tour to just like improve his personal stats and stuff like it's like playing madden on rookie mode where he's like trying to put himself at the top of the leaderboard so he's like i'll just throw for more touchdowns real quick like this whole season feels like that yeah i mean he's touchdown leader i think so far like 21 or something and he's had like four games with four touchdowns four four touchdowns i think it's crazy he's just going off bears i mean they're the Bears. I That's another losing franchise, right? There. Yeah. Not, not quite. They've had, they've got a Super Bowl in their and long term history. And as we watched the Saints Seahawks game, we saw the little uh, Chiron on the bottom, the little news uh, notification thing that Matt Nagy tested positive for COVID now. So who knows? They might think, win now. I think that's a great opportunity for the Bears organization to realize that Matt Nagy is not not it. I mean, this could be a blessing in disguise. Let's see. The Bears... Are, I don't even think it's a disguise. No matter who the quarterback yeah, is, it's not just get, just get Matt Nagy the fuck out of there. Like, I mean, get him out. the Bears are versing the 49ers. And, <laughs> I mean, who, who knows? They, they could maybe pull something off. I think they could very easily. The Niners have not had great luck, too, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, so not much coming out of that game except, like, personal Tom Brady stories. Uh, after that... <laughs> The most uneven matchup, I've got to say. Like, I think that this is more uneven than, like, a Lions-Cardinals situation. At one point in the game, it was 5-0. The Texans had a 5-0 lead. You don't see a score of 5 often, and the Texans (laughs) chose to keep that score because they would never score for the rest of the game. They just wanted to spice it up a little bit. But, yeah, uh, Texans 5, Cardinals 31. We had two safeties this week. Wow. But, like, I don't... I don't. I don't think anyone else was expecting much more than this. Maybe that the Texans would have scored a touchdown, but like, <laughs> other than that, Cardinals. We knew Cardinals you know were what? just going to crush it. Good week. for the Cardinals for actually like sealing the win, though, because with this season, uh, a lot of wins have not been sealed. So, yeah. good on them for maintaining their undefeated status. Yeah. Um, not much more to say out of that. I think just 
Kyler probably still MVP favorite, I would think. I would think. Uh, and then up next, we have Colts 49ers. And for that, we want to bring in our Indianapolis Colts uh, correspondent, uh, Hans Chen. Uh, tell us, Hans, how did you feel about your Colts this week against the 49ers? Well, um, after they started off the season looking like a pretty lost team, well, obviously more pieces of the puzzle clicked this week besides the first drive as I believe Eli, Eli, Eli Mitchell, the 49ers running back, he ran all over our defense. The weather conditions for this game forced uh, more of a run game, so the Colts were pretty ha- probably happy to have Quentin Nelson back. I loved it because it allowed Jonathan Taylor to drive it right down Nick Bosa and the 49ers <laughs> defense. How do you how do you which, feel about Carson's performance? Well, that's that's a hard one because a lot of his throws were underthrows, but he got bailed out by the PIs because um, the guy covering uh, Michael Pittman. I was say, didn't he, the guy have like two flags? Like Josh Norman. I know Josh, Josh Norman, Norman on one of them. He did Josh one, and then I yeah. think like the next drive, someone else. There's another like, yeah. decent one. It's because the ball is underthrown that um, the, the they got DPI and then the, the Colts advanced the ball down the field. Yeah. Uh, was, Not yeah. saying that, that Carson. Main, uh, oh my bad. That was the main source of the offensive. Well, again, Michael Pittman much improved from last year when he made that uh, play. Now the Darius Leonard led Colts defense. Besides that first drive. It shut down the Jimmy G offense, and I believe the second and third quarter, and the 49ers ended up just getting 18 points. So yeah, the, the 49ers a had fan, a decent start. As a Colts fan, I'm hoping that they take this momentum into next week as they take on the Titans and close the gap to just one game. Uh, that's a great analysis, Hans. Uh, yeah. I know you weren't sure about uh, Frank Reich earlier, but how do you, how do you feel now? Are you still... Wanting him gone, maybe? Or are you unsure now? Or do you like him? How do you feel about him? The the issue with Frank Reich is it comes down to his ability to call plays, especially in the red zone. And he, I believe he deviates away from our run game, which I believe so right now is our strongest part of our game. We have the Jonathan Taylor, and then you have the Naheem Hines dump off on whatever down it is. So if Reich manages to stick with um, his run game. I think I'm fine with him being here, but there's a Frank Reich is part of the reason why the Colts. I believe the stat where they had the most amount of plays within the red zone, or like the five yard line, but the least amount of points scored. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, uh, and we'll keep you on with us as we move on to the current game going on. Uh, Saints Seahawks. Saints are currently up ten oh, to seven. Oh, they just fumbled it. This, as we say that, the Saints. Uh, just fumbled. Seahawks recovered it. Uh, still 10-7. Uh, about to go into the fourth quarter. About a minute left in the third. That was the tight end to Adam Troutman, I believe. I don't know how to say his name. Yeah. Uh, I had the Seahawks winning this one. I had the... Uh, we'll see. Saints winning this one. We'll see. Um, And with Hans Chen still on the line, we're going to move to our Week 8 predictions. But as we do that, we would also like to welcome uh, the official Yeezy subreddit and Discord moderator, Kelvin Tran. What's up, guys? Hey, how you doing? Pretty good. How are you guys doing? Great. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) uh, Week 8 of the NFL. Uh, We start with uh, the Packers 
at Cardinals on Thursday night. Kelvin, who you got for this one? Of course, any sane person would take the Cardinals with how much adrenaline they have going over these weeks. Yeah. Hans? I'd like to pick the Cardinals as well. I think Packers at Cardinals. I think Cardinals have it. Uh, yeah, along with them, I think Cardinals are the clear favorite. But I wouldn't be surprised if we see like a close game here, like some offensive fireworks from the quarterbacks. But I think overall, Cardinals are just the stronger team. You know, in the past, I was hoping the Browns-Cardinals game would have been close. It wasn't so. I, I was thinking this game could be close. The Cardinals might prove me wrong, but I would say the Cardinals are definitely the, the favorite here to pick. Yeah. Um, next game after that, we got Panthers-Falcons. Uh, Kelvin? I think the Falcons are coming into this game with a lot of momentum, and they're playing at home, so I, I'm taking the Falcons here. Hans? Uh, with Kyle Pitts coming off of a massive game where he caught seven balls for 163 yards, I think him and Matt Ryan are, are looking to continue this. And the Panthers have been crumbling, so I'm taking the Falcons as well. Yeah, uh, Kyle Pitts is a tight end, my ass. No way. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Falcons on this one too because the Panthers are just the most one of the most inconsistent teams so far. And like we've talked about the past two weeks, uh, they're sort of in that weird category of like we don't know what to think about them, but I think they've just been on like such a hot losing streak that I don't think it's going to stop anytime soon. Yeah, the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I mean, nothing, nothing more to say when it's the Panthers involved. Um, up next, we have Hans, your Colts versus the Titans. But first off, Kelvin, who are you taking? I think the Titans have a lot of momentum coming into this game, coming off of, I believe, two big wins, was it? Yeah, the uh, Chiefs yeah. and the Bills. Yeah. yeah, two huge wins, but I do think the Colts are an overall better team. So I'm taking the Colts. Interesting. Hans? That's very an interesting take. I'm taking the Colts as well, just because I think that in week three, I think they lost, but the Colts lost by nine, and that was at Tennessee with a Carson Wentz still trying to figure out this team. But I think they have both teams have the momentum coming in, but I think the Colts will ultimately edge it out. Um, I hate to break your heart, Hans, but I'm going to go with the Titans here. I mean... Like Kelvin said before, they came off of two big wins. I think they're going to carry this momentum. And I know Derrick Henry has been like their solid, their like their backbone for basically the whole season so far, but he didn't do as much as he usually does in this past week. And I feel like that shows that the Titans could possibly be more than just Derrick Henry. I love Kelvin with his... Like, the Titans coming off two big wins against the Bills and the Chiefs, so I got the Colts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't, I'm expecting a great game, actually. These are divisional rivals, and I think both teams have done nothing but trend upwards, I think. is this, Well, I guess, no, maybe the Titans well, had their hiccup with the... Also, the Colts... The Colts had blow, been trending blowing up. It, blowing it to the Ravens, though, that was... Uh, that was tough, but... Both that teams, was also Lamar, like, just... Going God best, mode. Best game of his career, arguably, so... Uh, I don't know. I think... Similar, similar to Kelvin, I think on paper, like the Colts better, but I think Derrick Henry might be like the best player in football. So I think I'm gonna go Titans with this one. Yeah, yeah. Um, after that, we have Bills Dolphins. Kelvin, I'm taking the Bills. Tua's, I think Tua's probably shitting his pants because he just broke his ribs to the Bills and he's already playing them again. <laughs> I'm, I'm 100% taking the Bills. 
yeah, I think you'd be a fool not to, Hans. Yeah, the, the Bills are the clear favorites in this case. The Dolphins, they, they look like a fantastic team on paper, but on when they play on the field, they look just mediocre against an excellent Josh Allen-led offense. Yeah. Um, for me, it's the Bills, obviously. And like I said last week, I think Tua's career is done. I mean, I, I think he's the next Marcus Mariota where he might last another season maybe, but before we know it, He'll be off at some random team, like, mm, who knows? <laughs> He'll just end up the the backup of some random team, let's say just, like, the Vikings or something. Like, just something completely random, like Marcus. And sadly, like, it would have been nice to have seen more out of him being such, like, a high-praised college athlete. But like I said, I think he's like a Marcus, and I think his career in the NFL just really didn't live up to what it was hyped up to be. I think coming off that Bills loss where they totally wait the Bills had a bye week right yeah okay they lost so, so they the last lost game they played week. was the uh, Titans that that kick that kick that should have taken or whatever I think Josh Allen comes out and puts up a monster game I think the Dolphins I think the Dolphins are getting fucked I think there's no they're getting fucked I think that's, I yeah. think that's the best way to put there, it there's no better way to put it um Bengals Jets what you got Kelvin. This one is a very clear-cut winner on the Bengals, especially with Zach Wilson out. Yeah. Hans? Yeah, this, this is an easy one. Bengals coming off of just absolutely annihilating the Ravens and the Jets that just got annihilated. I don't think the Jets have any sort of... Um, don't have anything in them to fight. Yeah, there's not much more to say. The Jets are just... They're the Jets. There's... Really not much more to say. Bengals looking like one of the best teams in the NFL right now, possibly. And Jamar Chase, clear rookie of the year favorite. Bengals are like one of the top teams of the AFC, I think, right now, honestly. They look legit, and I think they'll curb stomp the Jets. I think this Bengals offense is way more high-powered than the Patriots, and yeah. that's not a good sign for, for the New York Jets. And, of course, now that we say that, the Jets are going to somehow like edge out a win or some <laughs> bullshit like that. But, yeah, anyway, uh, Steelers at Browns. Kelvin? This one here I'm very on the fence about. I think the Steelers can win this, but if somehow do Nick Chubb... Do we know Chubb, the injury status of so Baker, health, Chubb, and Hunt? I, I, I was Browns just about win. to look that up. Do you know Do you know Baker's status, Kelvin? I do not. Is Baker... He's out. He's out? He's out? I, think, I think he'll be out. But, but, okay, in my opinion, though, more importantly, are Chubb or Hunt out? I'm looking right now. Um... Oh, they no, might end up being shoulder, game of decisions, are they not? Has, but this is week seven, so... Let's check the fantasy app. Yeah, I mean, the fantasy app is probably the best way to do it. But even with, even if the whole team was healthy, I think I would... Well, Hunt's on the injured reserves. That's not a great sign yeah, for well, him. I, well, I already know they said he was out like three weeks or something. But as far as like Baker, I'm not sure. And then Chubb, Chubb is... So Chubb is just out, so maybe Chubb comes back. So, but if those two are healthy, I'm taking the Browns. If not, Steelers. Well, Hunt's, Hunt's not coming back, so uh, it would just be Chubb, and I think Baker's out too. Hans, who are you taking? Of the Steelers. I think that the TJ Watt D-line will be able to overpower um, the Browns off-run game, and Case Keenum is just not that guy. There's a reason why he's backing up Baker Mayfield. He can't deliver. <laughs> um, Honestly, if Baker was healthy in... The Browns had one of the running backs or whatever. I think I would still 
take the Steelers because they came off like a pretty decent win uh, before the bye, but uh, I think they're looking decent. I'm not going to say like playoff contenders necessarily because like the Bengals and the Ravens were looking good besides that loss to the Bengals, but I think those two teams are looking the best out of that division. But uh, I'm going to take the Steelers over the Browns in this one. I, I got to go Steelers. I know. I actually, I'm not really a, like a confident Steelers pick here. Like I usually, I think in normal situations I would go the Browns, but I think with Case Keenum in, even if you have the running backs in, uh, like one of the running backs, like what well, Chubb, I guess, because Hunt's out. Uh, if the Steelers issue on defense is literally just the secondary, I think. So if you're in a position where Case Keenum's your fucking quarterback and like every every play is probably a handoff, like for the most, or not every play literally, but like for the most part, you're handing off. I think the the D line and the linebacker group is just too strong. They're going to stuff that out. I think there's going to be a lot of takeaways. I think the Steelers are probably still going to have an inefficient offense, but I think it won't matter with just how many chances we'll get with how good that defense is and how bad the Browns might be. Yeah. Um. After that, we have the Eagles at the Lions. Kelvin. Would it be wild to say that I like the Eagles a lot more than I like the Lions? Because I do. I mean, so I'm taking the Eagles here. It's your opinion. I mean, based off of how the season has gone so far, I wouldn't blame you for taking them. Uh, Hans? Ooh, I might take the... I think the Lions might get their first win in this game. It's. Yeah. It, it really depends on what type of Eagles we get. Because, I mean, Jared Goff in some games, he's looked pretty good, but sometimes he just looks flat. So if the Lions come out to play, Dan Campbell and the Lions come out to play... I think if they put up enough on the Eagles, I don't think Hurts can do anything. I completely agree with you, and I am going to say that the Lions will get their first win this week. Uh, of course, now that they say this, they're going to go and lose like 35-0. to zero. But no, I'm, I'm going to stick with the Lions. I think they look pretty good against the Rams, and they've had like three or four chances to win before, and it's never really been there. But again, against an Eagles team like this, uh, I'm going to say that they'll – They'll get the first win. I think the Eagles team... I, I think the Eagles team is better, maybe. But I think with how the Lions have been... Like, how they got to feel like they're so close, but, but like, not there yet, I I think they'll get their first win. And if and I think if they don't get their win here, I think you could honestly say that, like, an 0-16 season is very... Or, oh, because 0-17 season is very possible. Because I think it's this team. They play the... Bears again, right? And yeah, it then, said they played the Bears one more time, and, and then I think it was the Falcons later. I was like, it was like their last easy team, I think. Let's, I was like, those are yeah. It was it was after Eagles. I don't see them having a great chance besides the Bears and the Falcons later. Maybe the Broncos, maybe, maybe. but I would say that the Bears and the Falcons are probably it, the this. Best I think later. this game might determine whether the Lions get an open seventeen season or not because the Eagles are definitely within their striking range. I think they, they got they got forced to play the fucking Rams and the Ravens and the Vikings and stuff like that. They've come close and they've come close and those teams are kind of out of their out of their level. So I think this will be a be a moment for them to see where they're really at. Yeah. Um. Next we have Rams at Texans. Kelvin. I think this is a Rams blowout. I don't think this is going to be much of a game to watch. Yep. Hans? I'm not sure if Tyrod Taylor's back, but even then, I I, I think that Tex, if Tyrod Taylor's back, I think Texans can put up a decent amount of points, but I think that the Rams offense will 
will um, pretty much beat up the Texans just like the Bills did. Uh, yeah, I think this is a clear Rams uh, victory. Uh, if I'm honest, I think the Texans are the worst team in the NFL. Like, I think if you match them up against the Lions, I think that now oh, easily the Lions would win. And the Texans are already technically ranked lower than the Jags because they have one more loss. But, like, if I'm honest, I think Lions are much better than – I mean, I don't know about much better, but I think they're better than the Texans. And I think Lions – I think, excuse me, I think Texans are the worst team in the NFL, and so I think clear-cut Rams win. Yeah, same. Rams win. Yeah. Uh, 49ers at Bears. Maybe we see battle of rookie QBs. Probably not. Jimmy G still in. Uh, Kelvin? I'm taking the Bears here. Really? I think I think the Bears' defense might be able to stop Jimmy G and the Niners' offense. I was not impressed with Jimmy G at that Colts game, to be honest. So I mean, I could see weather it. conditions could be part that, of it, but I mean, still Carson Wentz was able to throw some touchdowns. Uh, I mean, this Bears team did beat the Bengals, so it's not like this Bears team was without talent. Oh, I think that this Bengals is game, the game without Matt Nagy too. This is true. Uh, oh, I, I, yeah, Hans. It really comes down to what Justin Fields does during this week, whether or not he just continues to feel terrible after being blown out and wants to come out and um, do some damage to the 49ers. If his line holds up against Nick Bosa, I think that they have a chance. But otherwise, I think, I think the 49ers. But I'm not too sure. I, I'm leaning more toward the 49ers right now, though. All right. Um, I honestly think this one could go, like, either way. Uh but like Anish just pointed out, with Matt Nagy gone, I honestly could see the Bears pulling it out because I think 49ers have been just sort of lackluster so far. Um, so for that, honestly, like if I flipped a coin and whatever it landed on, I'd probably go with that. But if I had to choose one, uh, I'll just say the Bears since their shit head coach is finally gone and they might have a chance. They come out of their coordinator, but... um. <laughs> Like, on paper, the Niners should be fine, but the Niners seem so devoid of energy right now. Yeah. I'm going Bears, too. But but with the assumption that they don't hire, like, a child to be the new head coach or something, which I guess I wouldn't put it past them since they've kept Matt Nagy this long, but... Yeah. Um, Patriots at Chargers. Kelvin? I like the Chargers. I don't think the Chargers, with the amount of talent they have, will have two, like, very bad games. I think I think this is a, a Chargers game for sure. Hans? Yeah, I mean, it, it, that Patriots-Jets game where we saw Patriots put a 54, I don't think that happens here. Chargers are... I don't know if the Chargers defense is necessarily amazing, but I think that Justin Herbert will overpower Matt Jones. Yeah. Um, on paper... I'd say Chargers. Uh, Patriots are looking better this season, or it, or the past couple weeks they've looked better. They took uh, the Cowboys like to overtime, and they crushed the Jets. I mean, it is the Jets, and Chargers got blown out by who? Who was the Ravens? It? Ravens. Yeah, I thought so. Um, they got just absolutely crushed. But uh, I would still say Chargers. I think did they have their bye this past week? Uh, yeah, I think so. So yeah. I mean, they're Rested. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Chargers. Yeah, oh, I got Chargers. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jags at Seahawks. Kelvin? I think Trevor Lawrence has 
an amazing game this week, and I think he beats the Seahawks with three passing touchdowns and 350 yards. I mean, I think it's not too unreasonable to think. I mean, the Seahawks-Saints game, I think, is like, what, 10-10 or something right now, like, going into the fourth. It's nothing crazy, I think. Uh, Hans? I think that the Seahawks will actually win this one. I can't give quite much. I just think that I've seen both their teams play. I think that the Seahawks, even with just Geno Smith, will be able to beat out the Jags. Um, I'm actually going to side with Kelvin here. Uh, Trevor Lawrence looked good when he was playing in London, and his receivers were absolute dog shit. Like, in London, like I said before, they left their hands over here on this side of the pond. But, um, yeah, I, I think that they're just going to carry their momentum from that last win, and I think they could go get another one. But also, I'd like to see how this Seahawks game ends. It is only, like, 10-10, but, like, I think you would expect maybe more, but at the same time, it is just Geno Smith. He was looking better earlier, Uh or in the other games, you should say, he was looking better, like, in normal time, but it was just those last five minutes where he was just shit. But um, I'm going to take the Jags on this one. So the Seahawks could sway my opinion with how the Saints game ends, but the Jags are coming off a win in a bye week. Hopefully Urban Meyer hasn't been in any bars this uh, <laughs> this this bye week or whatever. Or no, no, uh, it would have been a pub. He was in pub, London. My bad, my bad. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully he wasn't feeling up any uh, British chicks, but... Assuming he hasn't, and there's like they, they they've actually been practicing and stuff. I think I got the Jags also. I think the problem with the Seahawks is that they just have no playmakers right now. Like all of their all of their talent is offensive based, and I was like, not that the Jags defense is anything crazy, but you know, without those playmakers on offense, I think DK Metcalf can only do so much with Geno Smith on the uh, Jags defense. And I think I think Trevor Lawrence shouldn't have a hard time against this the Seahawks defense. I think I think he'll do well. Um, I don't know if he'll do 350 yards well, but I think he'll I think he'll get a win here. That's for sure. Up next, we got Bucks at Saints. Kelvin, news without question. I think they go into their bye week with with a great dub against the Saints. Yeah, Hans. Yeah, as the more of the Buccaneers defense continues to come back, I don't think the Saints and James Winston really stand against. Their defense, as well as the Tom Brady powered offense. Uh, yeah, Bucks looking pretty unstoppable as of late. Uh, clear favorites, I think. Uh, yeah, I got Bucks. This this game was like a marquee matchup last year with with Drew Brees, but but with Jameis, it's not quite the same. I think the I think the Bucks got this. Yeah. Uh, next we got the football team at Broncos, Kelvin. I like the Washington football team a lot here. They're coming off three losses in a row, but I don't think the Broncos are a team to lose to at this point. Hans? I don't I don't know, honestly. I think that the <laughs> Broncos might be able to beat out the football team. I don't I don't think that the Washington offense can do enough. So it, it might be a low scoring game, but I think Broncos might be able to win like a by like a field goal. Uh, for me, I think this is like another Bears 49ers situation where if I flipped a coin and whoever it landed on, like, I think that's who could win. But, um, I mean, 
Honestly, I just don't think the Broncos are that hot, and I'm going to take football team on this. I haven't seen anything special from them, really. Their defense has not shown up at all, or this hyped-up defense that was supposed to be, like, crazy good. It hasn't shown up at all this season, I think. So, uh, I don't know. I'm sort of with Kelvin. Like, I could see them just, like, getting tired of losing, and I can see them maybe, like, having a step-up performance. So, I'm going to go football team. I have no fucking idea. Like this, this, this is—it's a terrible game. Just not watching this game. That's for sure. I—I <laughs> I, I guess I got Broncos. I don't know. They—they've been capable of winning a game. I think. I, I mean, I, I, there's not really much. It's the battle it's, of it's, Heineke versus Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, I don't really know. Not a crazy game that people are looking up to. I think. But anyway, uh, Cowboys at Vikings. Kelvin? I'm taking the Cowboys here. Cowboys look great on offense. Trevon Diggs, I think he's going to pull off three, maybe four picks here. I think Kirk Cousins is going to have one of the worst (laughs) games of his life. Very ambitious. I mean, Kirk Cousins hasn't been known to be a primetime primetime performer. (laughs) Three picks? That's insane. That would be... I mean, he's he's pulled off two. Three? uh, We'll we'll see. That'd be be magical. That put him... Three picks... For Trevon Diggs only. To, to, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. If he pulls that off, DPOI. Just hand it to him right now. I don't care what he does the rest of the fucking season. Like, yeah. that's that's defensive player of the year right there. Gotta love your hot takes, Kelvin. Um, Hans? I think the Cowboys will definitely win this one. The Vikings, their last three or four games just been super unimpressive. They, they don't really have anything to show. I think it's pretty... I think Cowboys will easily win this one. Uh, as a Cowboys stand, I got to go with my boys, but they've just been looking great. Uh, they went into the bye week off that uh, crazy overtime win over the Patriots, which I forgot to mention it last week, but the stat, uh, they put up the most yards ever against Belichick in his Patriots era. So I, I just wanted to add that. I think that's a pretty good stat to go off of. Um I think this Cowboys team is actually legit for once, and I think we can make it pretty far. I, I'm not going to say that we'll win the Super Bowl or even make it there because this Cardinals team in the NFC is just crazy, but I think we can make it pretty far. Um, Anish? So the Cowboys are definitely the better team. So I'm taking the Cowboys, but this to me is like the game where I feel like every week there's been a game that's like fucked everyone over for predictions. I think it could be this week just because the Cowboys haven't been known for a sturdy defense. Kirk has been airing it out. But at the same time, the Vikings also aren't known for winning. So I'm going to go Cowboys, but like with the little asterisk that like I won't be surprised if the Vikings pull off an upset. But, yeah. uh, but as, I would take the Cowboys. As a Cowboys fan, I have to agree with you because I think for the past, I don't know, five years – you just always expect, like, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we lose. Like, even if it's a clear favorite game, it's just, as a team, I think we're one of, like, historically, in the past five, ten years, I think we're one of the most inconsistent teams. Like, we always go, or it's not going to be eight and eight anymore, but we always were, like, an eight and eight team or a seven and nine, nine and seven, like, in the past five or ten years, I think there's only been probably, like, a couple seasons where we've actually been able to break through. So I wouldn't be surprised if we just decide to throw this one away. This Cowboys team feels different, though, I think. Yeah, I, I want I want to agree with you, but I don't want to get my hopes up at the same time. 
next Monday, one week from now, we have... Is this where we all do a hot take? Giants <laughs> at Chiefs. <laughs> is it hot, though? Uh, Kelvin. I'm taking the Giants. I think Patrick Holmes throws three picks. I think Dale Jones, he hasn't touched 400 yards since week four, but I think he touched 400 yards against the Chiefs. Wow. Um, Hans? I think that if the, you know, if the Giants put in Mike Lennon and put Dana Jones at receiver, <laughs> I think the Chiefs will win. But uh, Sorry, the Giants will win, but otherwise, I think the Chiefs should be able to still edge this one out. I mean, just on paper, you're gotta say like oh yeah chiefs but they've looked like dog shit like the past couple weeks and i think giants honestly could be turning a page i might just be jinxing them but i mean chiefs are the clear favorite i'm i'm not tripping but (laughs) i'm gonna say the giants i'm saying the giants and i think daniel jones gets 450 yards of total offense that Chiefs defense is so bad. And Daniel Jones is such a meme player. I can already see it, the Instagram post of, of like, Goat Daniel Jones. And, like, okay, like, not that the Titans are a bad team. But you lost 27-3 to to Derrick Henry fucking running three yards per carry and throwing a fucking touchdown in the red zone. Like, I got the Giants. I, I got the Giants and I got Daniel Jones having a great game against a bad defense. I mean, maybe the Chiefs offense will also show up, but... And I mean, I don't know. You're coming off of some fucking demoralizing losses. If you're the if you're the Chiefs, I got the Giants. They're they're so inconsistent. Like they've been able to beat the Saints and the Panthers, but lose to you know other teams like the Falcons. I think, but I think just a big thing to look at is Chiefs coming off a loss to the Titans, where Derrick Henry wasn't the biggest factor. Is a big red flag for the Chiefs. Yeah, when you have Mahomes throwing for fifty yards and a half against a Titans defense, like, yeah, I I have the Giants and I have Daniel Jones having a great game. I would not be surprised to see it. Anyway, so I think that wraps it up for our Week Eight predictions. But going off of that, we're gonna hop over into MLB playoffs. Um, sadly, the Red Sox did not beat. The Trash Dros, uh they had a good performance, one good performance uh, in Houston. Uh, after a loss, they were able to take it back to Fenway. They got another win with another Grand Slam. I think that game was going on when we recorded last week. But after that game, they just blew it away, did absolute shit. Uh, Astros put them away pretty easily. I think they scored something like 21 runs to the Red Sox, like one or two. And yeah, they just choked hard time. Uh, that was the AL side, but Hans, uh, tell me what you thought about the NL side. The NL side with the Dodgers and the Braves game was very depressing as a Dodgers fan. Uh, Dave Roberts, after his well, his decision, should absolutely be fired. Bringing, we only had the Dodgers only have three starters: Max Scherzer, Walker Buehler, and Julio Urias. And bringing in Julio Urias during Game Two, when he has to start Game Four, was a horrible decision, and it just sort of fell apart from there, where he just kept giving away free wins to the Braves, and he he kept shifting to Eddie Rosario, who hit like four hundred, five hundred against us. It was. Yeah, it was something crazy. I think going I think going into that last game he was hitting five hundred. 
And for some reason, they didn't intentionally walk him, even though he was the <laughs> hottest hitter. And they kept shifting against him, and all he did was hit against the shift, and it's an easy hit. And I mean, you guys should have gotten out of the inning, too. I think with two yeah. outs, you walked the catcher, then I think a hit after that, and then on top of that, or was it two walks in a row? I can't remember. But either way, uh, he comes up to the plate, hits a three-run home run, and secures it. Yeah, I mean for I mean for for game six that yeah that was a terrible decision. I think Walker Wheeler coming off of I think he never had an actual full rest. He only had three day rest. So I mean he was tired. Robert should have pulled him pretty as soon as he got into trouble there, and he didn't, and he paid for it dearly. Yeah, uh, sorry to hear about your Dodgers. Uh, He's not not really no. Uh, I'm not a fan of the Dodgers or Astros, but anyway, go Braves. I think you can probably at least agree with that, right, Hans? Yeah, this is the first time I'll be cheering for a team that the, that the Dodgers lost to. <laughs> really? Yeah, well, this is this was another one of those memes niche where... I saw one, it's just a tiny highlight. It's of legit. Houston. The whole map is blue, and only the city of Houston is orange, because I think this one's even bigger than the Dodgers, like... Because, like, before it was just, like, oh, yeah, everyone rooting for Braves and then maybe L.A. and then maybe some other spots that hate the Braves, like, rooting for the Dodgers. I honestly think the whole country, besides the city of Houston, is rooting for the Braves. I'm rooting for the Braves. Because, well, I mean, you're Atlanta Pittsburgh. I, f- I found out today that my dad hates the tomahawk chop that the Braves fans do. Why? I have no idea. I was in the yeah. car with him today. It's a great thing. And he was like, he's like, you know, I love the Braves, man. Like they're making it to the finals. It's cool. Why the fuck do their fans eat the tomahawk chop? And I was like, they're the Braves. And I was like, logo it's the, it's, their logo is a tomahawk. I was like, it's their thing. And he's like, yeah, I know, but like, I just don't like it. I mean, I'm pretty sure any team with like a native Native American theme or mascot always has the tomahawk chop. I mean, yeah, and apparently he hates it for every franchise. <laughs> like, I don't it's cool. Know. It's, it's. I mean, it's not unique, but it's something you can do. But yeah, I think as I was saying, all of the U.S. besides Houston rooting for the Braves. Uh, maybe not their, like, division rival cities, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's people from there. Actually, it's got to be, like, the most hated team in, like, well, because, North American sports, right? Like, Well, they're coming off, like, in 2017 when they cheated. I mean, don't get me wrong. Cheating is not right, but every team does it. The, the Astros were just stupid enough to get caught. I'm going to say it. Like, I don't... I don't my thing is like, I don't necessarily have a... Pr- I mean, I don't have a problem with it because every team does it. It's just you're a fucking idiot for actually getting caught cheating. I mean, the... What was it? The Patriots, like, stole signs or whatever. But, like, yeah. people, like, I feel like got over... The, I mean, maybe it's because it's been years, but, but like, I feel like the... out Like, even on, like, fucking social media, I see, like, the outrage from the Astros. Like, regardless of your stance on it, though, I feel like in general people just fucking hate the Astros right now. Like... Well, yeah, I think people sort of see them as... I mean, I don't know if Hans looks at them the same way that I do. The Dodgers fan? I see Astros as another sort of super team. They did build their team, but they're just so dominant, and you it's like the Braves are the clear underdog. You sort of just want want to see them win. But, yeah, so uh, go Braves. Um, Up next, uh, Kelvin, uh, I heard... I heard that you could maybe update us on the world of basketball. I think I can. For opening night, Brooklyn played Milwaukee, and Milwaukee came off with a big dub against 
what looked to be <laughs> what should have been a very good game, but Milwaukee kind of ran away with it towards the end. Do you think the Nets need Kyrie? Personally, I don't. I think both James Harden and Kyrie Irving would have been fine playing at point guard. So the loss of Kyrie, I don't think hits them. It will hit them harder off the court than on the court. Interesting. Any the other... second game of opening night. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what was that? Well, what I was, was just going to say, any other notable matchups? Anything that happened? Uh, that second night of op- that second game opening night, there was Golden State. The Golden State Warriors versus the Lakers. I'm a Lakers fan, but I will say that game, Russell Westbrook did not perform up to my expectations. It could have been pressure, and it could have also been just too many egos together on one team for the Lakers. But eh, that's Golden I mean, State won that. I mean, that is like the 2014 All Stars team right there on, in fucking Los Angeles right now. It, it is. <laughs> Gotta love the, the Lakers losing. The second day of open the the second day of basketball, the Knicks pulled off a win over Boston, which I personally thought was huge. I know Hans is watching that game, so Hans, you have anything to say about it? And it looks like the Knicks have completely turned it around. Who knows? It's, it is early on in the season, but. The Knicks look that like they're here to maybe make a run for the seventh seed. You th- you only think they're the seventh seed, dude? They were fourth last season. I think they can get fourth again. I was gonna say calling them the seventh seed is a little insulting, right there. Like <laughs> they were legit the fourth seed last year. Like yeah, but, but that was different. Look, that was right, different. So all right, <laughs> it's different. And look what happened to Julius Randle in the playoffs. Yeah, but we're in the, we're in the playoffs regular isn't regular season though. Regular season will get some their their uh their rank. Well, uh, I feel like a lot of the team there's more of a redistribution at the end of this year or star power. So yeah, they'll still have their easy wins, but I think uh, they'll still face a fair. Well, should the Celtics be worried then? Should the Celtics be worried? Do you think? I mean, you have you have the Knicks as the seventh seed, and they've just lost to them, and the the Celtics. Are supposed to be like a like a playoff contender in the East, so sh- should they be worried uh, losing mean, to the Knicks? I mean, uh, I don't think the Celtics are a contender with the Nets and the um, let's see, other team, the Bucks. I think the Nets and Bucks will. I think the I, I think they'll be contending out of the East. I don't think the Celtics can. Yeah, but like the Celtics got to consider themselves like in that top five in the East, right? And I mean, yeah, I I put them out of five. See, I, I think that that game was sort of like a one game. Thing, but um, I think that the Knicks will uh, maybe the six seed. I think maybe Celtics five, Knicks at six. Interesting, but I don't think they'll. I, be think I can respect days. that. I can respect. That. I can respect that. Miami blew out Milwaukee. That game, I didn't personally watch it, but with a score like that, I think that's just wild. Especially with defensive player, of the, player of the year twice now for in Giannis Antetokounmpo. Should the should the Bucks be worried about that loss? Because they they swept Miami in the first round, right? Last year they did, but the year before they did not. And I still think I people say Miami was built to beat Milwaukee during the bubble, and I agree. I think they made the changes this offseason that they needed to 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 potentially be Milwaukee's problem. So I think when playoff comes around, Milwaukee has to hope that they don't have to play Miami. You think uh, you think Miami's back then? Tyler Hero and the, the bubble and all that stuff. I don't. I don't think Miami's back, but I think I think Miami is kryptonite for Milwaukee. So as long as they're playing the Bucks, they're unstoppable. But if, if it's anyone else, then they're like average at best. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Baba Bowie. <laughs> 
All right. Well, the last game I want to mention is uh, the Lakers beating the Grizzlies in a very close matchup. John Morton had a huge game, but more importantly, Carmelo Anthony has passed Moses Malone on the NBA all-time scoring list, which what, what I think that's a huge. That I think that's a huge milestone for Carmelo Anthony, and maybe I'm not sure if he can. I if he has like three more years of his career at least, I think he he can pass Shaq for eighth with 1,150 more points than he needs. Interesting. Yeah, you, you confident as a Lakers fan? I mean, you guys made a lot of changes. I'm hoping, as a Lakers fan, I'm hoping that this slow start is just a slow start. Uh, I'm hoping that they can pick it up. I mean, you got a bunch of old men, so so maybe they're just starting kind of slow. They got to loosen up a bit. Yeah, they, they got to heat up, right? I mean, I'm just, I, the only thing I'd be worried about is you got a game where LeBron and AD put up like 30 plus points together, like each, I should have said, they each put up 30 points, and you lose to a Golden State team where Curry led the team in scoring with like 20 two i think or something like i don't know like golden State just played a good team game and they shut down the lakers it felt like i mean i guess that just shows that a whole team is better than just a couple breakout stars yeah i mean i can agree with that yeah yeah i'm not i will never disrespect the warriors i think the warriors are an excellent team yeah yeah uh is that it from the basketball world then it is at least everything that i want to bring up Okay. Uh, Hans, anything else from basketball? Uh, not really. I mean, besides about the Clippers needing Kawhi, I think nothing else. How do you feel about the Clippers? You think they got a shot? Uh, you guys got rid of, uh, uh, what was it, Rondo and um, PB to get Eric Bledsoe in the mix? I mean, I mean he, he hasn't been I mean, terrible, but <clears throat> I think that we're, we're relying on um, a lot of our talent that came out, especially in the playoffs, you have Reggie Jackson. I think Terrence Mann has been taking on a bigger role, so it's it'll be interesting to see what happens, especially when Kawhi comes back. All right, is that it from the world of basketball then? I believe so. All right, and <clears throat> with that, we're going to say goodbye to our special guest, uh, Kelvin, the official subreddit and Discord moderator for Yeezy. Uh, Hans, our Indianapolis Colt and Dodger correspondent. Uh, I say thank you uh, for coming on. And with that, we're going to move to the Ariel analysis. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And there we All right, welcome back. There's there's not much to talk about the Steelers, you know, on that bye week, but I guess reiterating what I said last week, they gotta they gotta beat the Browns here. Um, they can't afford to lose any more ground in the uh, AFC North, and that's got me worried because uh, sure we got we got the Lions and the Bears back to back, which I think is fine. But then our final stretch of games: Chargers, Bengals, Ravens, Vikings, Titans, Chiefs, Browns, Ravens. That's that's like a stacked lineup of teams back to back. That's a big yikes. Back. Yeah, I think. 
uh, God, I don't want to say it. It's like this. This would be the season for Mike Tomlin to not be five hundred, especially because he can't end eight and eight like he's done like I think four times now. So, are you saying he's going to end up a nine and eight or something, uh, or an eight, eight and nine, nine rather? I, I don't know. I. I like Mike well, Tomlin. Which has he ended up eight and eight before? Because I know the whole thing is he hasn't had a losing season. He hasn't had a losing season, but he's been eight and eight before. Okay, so he's so. he's had not winning seasons. Because I don't know. Because like looking at the schedule right here, like the only team you're you're really counting as your win are are the Bears and Lions that puts you at six wins. If Mike Tomlin wants to preserve his, he needs to get three wins and get the Browns twice, the Ravens twice, the Bengals, the Vikings, the Titans, the Chiefs. And honestly, like it's kind of fucked up. But like the Chiefs are the team I'm like the most confident in. Like honestly, going into. Um, but I don't know. Like I, I don't want to underrate them. I think the Steelers definitely have a lot of fight in them. And I think like maybe the one good thing about AFC North matchups is that like I feel like they always get sloppy. So everyone's always got a shot in them. But uh, there's not much to talk about. I think some people on like the Steelers community want Deshaun Watson. I'm just gonna say fuck him. I hope I really hope we don't get him. I, I I'd rather suffer with Ben than have 22 uh, cases of touching people and massage therapy. <laughs> Fucking Deshaun Watson. Leading and, your team. Yeah. You can go fuck off to Miami or Carolina or something. <laughs> uh, I will say, though, in hockey, we are trending up. I figure you probably don't know this, but when we beat Tampa, we were also without our three best players. Mm, I knew you didn't have Crosby, right? Yeah, and we didn't have Malkin. Or, or we didn't have our best three forwards, I should say. Yeah. Well, we went against Toronto on Saturday. They're, I mean, they've been choking in the playoffs and stuff, but they're a high-powered team, and we beat them 7-1, to one, and we didn't have our top three guys. No, we had Gensel. Let's get back. We had our two best forwards and then our fourth best forward out, Brian Rust, and then we had our best defenseman out in Chris Letang. So we were running pretty much like a minor league lineup, and we just fucked them. Like, it was crazy. I think it was a 1-1 first, like, period, and then it just exploded, and... I mean, on the one hand, Toronto is kind of like doing ass, which is tough for them. But I don't know. Our, our, like People were talking about our coach getting fired after back-to-back-to-back playoff losses. And uh, I don't know. I think he's like – I love our coach, and I, Mike Sullivan. I think he could be a Coach of the Year candidate because he's literally taking guys that like are washed as fuck and, or like, like minor league players and turning them into – I don't know. We, we look like a real playoff contender, so I'm pretty happy about that. Um, I mean, and then our next game is against the Lightning, so I'm looking at that as a as a as a rematch from from opening night, and it is the defending champions. And then just in general hockey news, I think the Golden Knights against the Colorado Avalanche could be a good game because those two are like the top two teams of the West, but they've been like choking in the playoffs the last three four years, I think. So, well, I guess the Golden Knights have only been around for three four years, but they've been a top team every year, and they haven't won anything really besides getting to the finals one time. And Colorado's been a perennial second-round exit, so that could be interesting. But other than that, I don't know. I think hockey's been hockey's – been, hockey's back, and I'm just happy for that, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Always got to love it when one of the one of your favorite sports comes back. I know I get that way when F1 starts up again. Yeah, it's still early season, though, so I don't have much else to talk about. But I think that's uh, – that that is the uh, situation in Pittsburgh sports. But uh, But now we can go to Max's Mix with the other stuff. All right, 
Max's mix. We're going to start with the EPL English Premier League standings. Uh, EPL is English soccer for those of you who don't know or didn't tune in last time. Um, so we're just going to start with the standings. We got Chelsea 1, Liverpool 2 coming off their, I don't even know how to describe it, humiliating win over Man U. It was just a joke. Uh, Man City 3, uh, a new face in the top five from last week, West Ham 4, and Brighton, who was 4 last week, uh, coming off a loss to Man City, is still uh, ranked 5. But uh, one thing I wanted to talk about in EPL, I mean, I know you haven't watched soccer in a long time, and yeah. you were a Man U fan because I mean, well, you're more an Ebra fan, huh? Yeah. And the only reason I say Man United is because my uncle's a Man United fan, and he bought me Ronaldo jersey when I was like three. So like, yeah. But I mean, you're more just a fan of wherever Ebra is or Man U. Oh, that reminds me of something that's weird. So I was at that robotics tournament on Saturday. You know that they play the anthem? Instead of a person singing it, they had the, they had, they pulled on a projector and they played the fucking MLS, like LA Galaxy and Ebra was on the team. So this is a couple (laughs) years old. So was it just a video? Yeah, and it was a nine-year-old girl (laughs) singing and it zooms in on Ebra's face and, and, and it was, it was weird and I was in a room with small white robotics children looking at this Asian little girl who's nine years old and she did a, a good performance. Don't get me wrong. She's very talented, but it wasn't even like a current game because, like, at first I was like, "Okay, we're we're in Southern California. It's LA Galaxy. Raising Canes is their LA Galaxy thing." And then they fucking zoom on Ebra, and I was like, "What's going on?" So I was like, "You're telling me just probably whoever's in charge just like Googled like, oh shit, we need like, the anthem.' Just, uh, but there's no way this was the first result. There's no way. <laughs> I mean, I want to try now. Just, but like, I'm sure if you look up like. U.S. national anthem or national anthem? Like, there's like normal recordings, not like, not. I feel like not you had LA to search <laughs> like specific. There, like, there are oh, things. LA have, Galaxy. There national. are things you have to search to get to get an LA Galaxy, and not not even re- if it was like a match that happened like yesterday, then maybe I would have kind of got it. Like they're like trying to hype up LA. I don't fucking know. I could have maybe rationalized it, but when I saw Ebra's face, I was like, "What? What is going I mean, on?" The Fergie national anthem pops up before that. The Fergie. Yeah, I mean, granted, the- granted, no one should play that. Yeah. No one should oh, play well, that. I mean, I, f- I found it. I had to scroll down like 15 videos, but it's there. <laughs> I mean, but <laughs> I mean, why? <laughs> I got to think somebody at that tournament was demented, but hey, it made my day because I was there. To, <laughs> I had to watch. I had to. Okay. Like robotics is cool or whatever, but I had to watch high school children duke it out. I was pretty. It was boring. Yeah. Just it's not, not being part of it. For those of you who don't know, we used to be in robotics. Yeah, but, uh, but being but, a spectator is not very interesting. However, so, being a spectator to that nine-year-old girl singing, that, that kind of made things interesting a little bit. <laughs> that sounded awkward. That did sound awkward. But <laughs> you, okay, you got to watch the video. Her performance is, it's she's very talented, but it's weird. She's nine, so just, it's... Just why? Like, Yeah, that's the biggest thing, that's too. Why? the question why. Yeah, uh, that wasn't related to anything you were talking about. I just heard Ebra, and I instantly thought... Yeah. LA Galaxy Anthem. But yeah, anyway, back to EPL news or Man U news. Uh, Manchester United, one of the most dominant teams, if not the most dominant team in EPL history. Uh, They're just 
done. They've been done for the past couple of years under Ole Gunnar Schulstar, whatever you want to say, how his last name is. Uh, but, yeah, he, they're done. He's He's been at the wheel. You know, that's their thing. Ole's at the wheel. He's been at the wheel for the past, I don't even know, five years, four years, three. I don't, I don't know. I've lost track. But it seems like the story is, like, will he be fired? Like, that's. I feel like that comes up probably, like, once a month or something. And it's been like that his whole career as a Man U coach. But after this loss, 5-0 to Liverpool, um, Mo Salah getting a hat-trick, Paul Pogba getting a red card, a straight red card, not even two yellows. It was originally a, a yellow card, but it got switched to a red card on VAR. Uh, Ronaldo easily could have had a red card also for, like, kicking a guy in the stomach. Um, he was, like, on the, he was on the ground, and Ronaldo, like, kicked him in the stomach, and he kept trying to... It was like the JJ... Not the JJ Watt, like the TJ Watt punch on the ball, uh. except Ronaldo <laughs> was doing that with his foot against the guy's stomach. But, yeah, that easily could have been another red, but... Honestly, just a really sad performance from, like, a team that used to be at the top level, and now they're not even, let's see, they're not even in the top five, not even in... Uh, Have they won since 2013, even? Probably not, no. Yeah, this one, uh... Or, I don't even know when the last time they uh, won was, because I know it's... The past, like, five years have been dominated by... Um, Man City, uh, Liverpool. I mean, Liverpool's only won it once, but they've always they've been up there for like the past couple of years. But let's see, Man U hasn't won it since yeah thirteen. I thought that's when Alex Ferguson retired, right? Uh, yeah, that was yeah. that was his last year, and then yeah, that's been a. Uh... Yeah, they've and then is it is it Newcastle that got the the oil money now? Yeah, they have oil <laughs> money, so you can expect them. Only problem is they're in nineteenth right now, oh, so they could uh, very well be relegated. They gotta change things fast to make. I that mean, they'll be back in two years if they are relegated because they'll have that oil money. But that would be hilarious if they did get relegated. But it's like they have all this investment. You now. can see like the biggest like ass whooping in the second division, and yeah. uh, if they get relegated, yeah. But uh, just sad for Man U. I mean. I'm not a fan of them. I don't like them, but, like, I'd rather see them succeed over Liverpool because I don't like Liverpool. But just sad. I think Ole's done. And he, he was thinking of done. This game's done. Wow. 13 to 10. But, um, but yeah. Uh, Ole's done. And he was supposed to show up for a press conference after the game yesterday, and he, like, didn't. And they're like, oh, sorry. We have to post it to our YouTube channel or whatever. Like... So everyone was wondering, like, is he just even going to show up at all? It was on the YouTube channel, but it, it was just awkward. And, yeah, I think his career as at least a Man U coach is done. I don't know if he'll end up anywhere else. Probably not. Because, I, I mean, the only reason he had this job to begin with is because he's, like, a Man U legend, like, as a player. But, I mean, I don't see him any – if he t- continues to coach, I don't think it'll be anywhere, like, noteworthy. Um. Now, moving on from EPL, we have Formula One, F1. Uh, really good race. Didn't have to wake up at 5 o'clock this week just to watch it. It was here. Uh, 
at Coda in Austin. Uh, Max Verstappen uh, started on pole, but quickly within the first lap, Lewis Hamilton got past him at turn one. Uh, sort of back and forth after pit stops. Uh, Max pitted first, came out. Uh, then Lewis pitted, but then Max had to pit again. And then Lewis ended up in front. But, uh, yeah, eventually uh, Max got it to the point where he was in front, but he was on older tires by the time Lewis made his last stop. And really he just started to chip away at Max's lead, and it looked like Lewis was honestly going to catch him. But for the past or for the last, like, three laps or whatever, it came down to, like, a second within each other, but Max barely uh, pulled out the win under a second, or I think it was, like, 1.3. It was the official through the last turn. But, yeah, big win in the U.S., and honestly, it could be the, like, championship deciding win, I think, in my opinion, because going into the next couple of races, we have Mexico and Brazil, which Mexico is absolutely a Red Bull track. They've been strong there in the past, and Brazil has been one of Max's strongest uh, tracks. Has won there uh, once or twice, I believe. And he should have won again, but was knocked out by Estuan Ocon, uh, I think, in 2018. But uh, for sure, I would say at least the tracks that we've been to before seem to be in Max's favor. Um, Ending in Abu Dhabi, Max won that last year, but historically has been a Mercedes track. But also we are going to... Before we get to Abu Dhabi, we go to two more tracks in Qatar and Saudi Arabia. Um, But we've never been there before, so we don't really know what to expect, so that could be pretty interesting. But uh, next, not next week, we have a break next week, but two weeks, we go to Mexico. uh, Sergio Perez's home race, and historically, like I said, a Red Bull Team, So I, I'd like to say that Red Bull has the advantage here being a good team here and also having a Mexican driver, so a lot of support there automatically. But uh, Max going in 12 points up, so I think this will be pretty interesting to look up, look at in the future. Um, And with that, I think, is that game over? That is, that's game over. Uh, Saints won 13 to 10, 10. pretty underwhelming. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess expected. But, yeah, expected with no Russell Wilson, I'd say. Yeah. Gino Smith had, like, an 84-yard touchdown in, like, the first five minutes. And then, so, it honestly, was a very Seahawks-type performance. Uh, an amazing first quarter and then nothing for the rest of the game. Yeah. Um, And I think that's it for sports. But I had one little surprise for you, or I guess not surprise, but just you didn't know what we were going to do. But... Um, in honor of Dune coming out last week, and we mm-hmm. want to see it, but we haven't seen it yet, but we plan on watching it soon. I figured what better way to introduce our listeners to like our movie segments or what we plan to do in the future, maybe, than doing a little quiz for you. Oh no, I'm being quizzed. Not about Dune. Okay, okay. I've never it's read it. Another uh, sci-fi uh, desert planet. Star Wars? Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> it's all right. It's a Star Wars quiz. We'll maybe get through this quick, but I just wanted to test your knowledge. But those of you listening, we're going to maybe do more stuff like this in the future, but uh, might honestly look forward to, like, movie reviews. Uh, 
like we said before, might look forward to, like, MCU movies. And Star Wars movies, honestly. Yeah, I mean, we've seen them, but... But someone here hasn't seen them. Yeah, uh, Kelvin, who is just with us, uh, he has never watched Star Wars, so... Lots of movies to watch between our little friend group here. But in the meantime, let's test your Star Wars knowledge. In each. I'm not confident. This quiz comes from HowStuffWorks.com, and it's just the Star Wars quiz. So, all right. I mean, it's pretty basic. All right, all right. Then maybe maybe I am more confident. I don't know. You use the word quiz, and instantly I'm shaking up. All right. In the Force Awakens. Oh no, that's not a good start. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, those of you uh, listening, you can play along if you want to. I fucking hate Disney. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, <clears throat> in the Force Awakens, which character has Darth Vader's damage mask? A Kylo Ren, right? Like, yeah, that was pretty, okay. That was pretty easy. Okay, one. I was like, I was like, I mean, I don't I know something? if they're all that easy. But, uh, all right, they're they're not all that easy. All but, right. All right. Uh, all right, I lied. They're pretty easy. I mean, it was either this or like a BuzzFeed hundred question quiz. <laughs> um, how did Princess Leia get her title of royalty? She was adopted by uh, who? Oh my god! Uh, such of that. Oh, oh my god! Organa. Yep. Yeah. All, right. all right. All right. What's his first name? <laughs> oh my! He has a first name, right? Yeah. Wait, does he? Yeah, yeah he, he does, does. But. But yeah, I don't. You don't need to oh, know. Okay, I have no idea. It's bail. You know what? I've I've probably heard that before. I, I'm sure we've talked about it before. Um, while the Jedi use a number of crystal colors for their lightsabers, what color is preferred by the Sith? This quiz is honestly what? like so stupid. This is a waste it, of our time. I no, feel like no. Just hold on. It gets right. it gets harder. All right. All right. All right. Like there's some where it's like you might actually question yourself, but like these first like. It's, okay, it's it's easing us in. Well, these like first five. It's are, like boiling a frog. We're <laughs> we're doing this slowly. <laughs> uh, who went into autopilot on Naboo? Uh, like, who destroyed the droid control ship when they accidentally activated a Naboo fighter's autopilot? That's that's uh uh baby Justin Herbert, right? Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Anakin Skywalker. There we go. Yeah, baby, there, there baby go. Anakin. I, I pictured his face in my head. I'm like, it's the actor that like did drugs because he was bullied for being baby Anakin. But I, I was think like, Jake Lloyd was his name. Or something. Yeah, I was like, I couldn't remember. Like, for some reason, I couldn't remember Anakin. I was going to say like, it's like baby Darth Vader, but I was like, it's not Darth Vader. And I was Jar Jar like, Binks was one of the, one of the options for answers. <laughs> Sith Lord Jar Jar behind everything. Yeah, these are technically multiple choice, but I won't read them out unless you have like no clue. All right. So. Well, hopefully, I have All some right. clue. This one, I mean, I don't know if you know your knowledge crazy, but. Where did Yoda live when he first trains Luke Skywalker? Uh, like Mustafar or something? No, or, or, That's not one of no, the options. No, 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 so no, 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 uh, I mean, you'll know it once that, I... No, that's the place that they fucking have the last battle. Never mind. Yeah. No, I, I'm going to be upset when you say it because I do know it. Well, I mean, I'll read the options. Yeah, yeah, all right. We got Tatooine, Hoth, Dagobah. Dagobah. Or, yeah. They, made that, they also made that too easy with yeah, like well, Hoth I mean, I mean, and Tatooine. Ta- here are the options. Tatooine, Hoth, Coruscant, and Dagobah. I mean... Well, I already know those other three places. Yeah. All right. This one, this one might be hard if you don't pay attention. While fighting his own father in Cloud City, which hand does Luke Skywalker lose? Oh, shit. Is it his right? 
It is his right. I'm just imagining because I imagine, I know he's curled up and he's got like the yeah. I, I'm making visuals that you can't see, so yeah. It, it sounds- I, I did do the same thing earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Who defeats Finn in his very first lightsaber duel? Oh, I don't remember the. Dis- I'm assuming Kylo Ren. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, here, here's the here's the options. Or Darth, is- <laughs> Darth Maul. All right. Well- Darth Vader. Carrick Vet. I don't even know who that is. And Kylo Ren. No, it's that fucking stormtrooper that yells traitor. Like it's <laughs> there, yeah, there you go. Uh what is Chewbacca's weapon of choice? It's like the fucking crossbow thing. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah bowcaster. Yeah. Alright. Um this one might be good. When we see him again in The Force Awakens, after how many years gallivanting around the galaxy with Han Solo, how old is Chewbacca? Oh, Oh, I got no fucking clue. Under 55 years. That's not true. 78 years old. 200 years old. On the dot. Over 220. He's not a human, so his aging could be different. I honestly don't think I would have known this one. Because it's like, I don't really... I feel like the one age that you pay attention to is like Yoda or something. But it's like... Over 220 or whatever the fuck it is. Correct. The only reason I knew that is because I... Is he in episode three, Chewbacca? Yeah, but, like, he's on Kashyyyk with Yoda or whatever. Okay, like, so that's what I say. He's in the prequels he, 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 and sequels. Well, so. Yeah, he's not, like, a main character. Like, well, I was more so thinking of time reference, where I was like, I was like, if he's been yeah. around there, like, like young Obi-Wan, yeah. then... Well, and, I mean, he's in Solo, too, which is, like, young... So, oh, but that's all. Yeah. I don't know how far that. I mean, Han Solo is still like what twenty or yeah. twenty five or something in that. So that's not saying much between that and yeah, yeah. Um, what creatures live on Endor? The fucking Ewoks. Yeah, that one's pretty easy. Uh, ooh, what was the original title for the Star Wars movie? Star Battles: Adventures of Luke Starkiller. Adventures of the Jedi, Battles in Space. Wait, so what were the first two? Star Battles and Adventures of Luke Starkiller. Luke Starkiller. Yep. All right. I was like, I've heard that phrase before. I was like, I'm pretty sure he was going to be Luke Starkiller at one point. So I was like, I'm going to go with that one. Oh, uh, God, this one's cringy. Uh, what nickname does Han Solo call Luke Skywalker that drives him crazy? Oh, I actually have... No idea. Here you go. Buckaroo, <laughs> Sky Dancer, Kid, or Lukey. Oh, it's Kid. <laughs> yeah, wait. Okay, well, when it, said, when it said nickname, I was like, I was like, okay, but I was like. I, yeah, w- one of these is not like the other. Buckaroo, Sky Dancer, Lukey, and Kid. Sky Dancer is like kind of a funny one, but yeah, like. But like. The only, are you going to say that like, hey, Sky Dancer? Like, <laughs> I'm thinking of just Kid when he's got like one, like Luke's in like the little shooter thing in the fourth movie, and he's like, yeah. nice shot, Kid, or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's a very like, it's like a Harrison Ford line, even yeah. like not even like a Han Solo thing. Like, that's like a, you could see that in like Indiana Jones or something. Yeah, or in, he's got like short eared or short stuff. Yeah, the little Asian boy that fucking is his taxi driver, <laughs> I guess. Uh, all right. Who delivers the final blow that destroys the second Death Star? It, I don't know, but my gut tells me, like, is it Lando in the Millennium Falcon? Yeah. Okay. I was like, because the only other person I can name is the fucking, like, Akbar, Admiral Snackbar. 
Oh, you you never played like. No, battle, I never played battle, I never played Battlefront. Battle Battlefront. Uh-huh. You know, I think about it. I haven't seen the four through six movies in a long time. In a long time, and I hadn't seen one through three until we watched them like recently, yeah. like this year. Yeah, I mean, honestly, thinking about it, it's probably the same way. Like, I hadn't watched them in forever. Because, like, when you when you just asked who did the final blow, I was like, I completely forgot Lando was even in the Millennium Falcon. And then when you asked that, I was like, well, what the fuck happened to the sixth movie? <laughs> All right. Who blew up the first Death Star? Luke. Unless I'm just capping. My toes are freezing the fuck off. <laughs> like, on, high key, like, I haven't even thought about the Star Wars quiz. Like, my, I'm just, like, trying to warm my toes, bro. No, All right, wait, hold on. I got to read these options to you, though. I don't want to read the first one because that one's the most comical, but here's the like full question phrasing. Yeah. All right. Who blew up the first Death Star with that, with what weapon or with what weapon? Like that's the part it's focusing on. Princess Leia with an X-Wing, like not unreasonable or something. Luke Skywalker in an X-Wing. Princess Leia with a thermal detonator. Luke Skywalker with his lightsaber. (laughs) Just stabs the thing to death. Uh... Like, this quiz is, like, there's some that are, like, pretty tricky, but it's, like, like some of these are just, like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> All right. This is a quote one. So, what does Han, Lo- Han Solo have to say about the Force in A New Hope? I'll read. All right. All well, right. I mean, it's pretty quotable. I, I kind of know it, but... Well, well, just, like... Well, I can't fucking... As soon as I say it, you're going to be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. Right, like, So here we go. Listen, kid, I can use the force like any of you. I just don't want to. Imagine, or no, I wouldn't be caught dead with those midichlorians in my blood. Well, damn. Hokey religions and ancient <laughs> weapons are no match for a good blaster at your side, kid. You can never be too safe. The force is a powerful ally. I'm wasting that last one, but I, but also the hokey one... I'll go hokey. Yeah, it's hokey. Would you like, have gotten that if I made that face at prob- you? I think so, because hokey sounds like... Well, because that's what I was thinking. The What threw me off that last one was just way too normal. Where I was like... Well, also, it's like Han believing like fully in the Force. Like, you can never be too safe. Like That's true, actually. I guess I was, I was, thinking, I was thinking of Star Wars lines, and I was like, that last one could be said by well, fucking well, anybody that in Star like Wars. That sounds like that would be like... Obi Wan, yeah. Ben Kenobi saying that. Like, I know the hokey one. I was okay. Well, he said Force Awakens, right? I was like, no, no, this was New Hope. Oh, okay, okay. This I was is like, like the first time when Luke's okay. doing his little like. Oh, training. well, okay, then yeah, okay, because like the hokey religion thing. I was like, I know well, Hans has said that. I was just like, I just well, couldn't yeah. remember if he had said that. If you're thinking Force Awakens, then that last one would have made sense because like that's where he's like, oh yeah, the Force, it's true, all of it. Or yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. So that okay, knowing it's the New Hope, then yeah, I would have for sure got okay. that one. All right, this is literally what the te- what the quiz says. Okay, now you're in for it. After Han Solo and Chewie made an opening, which X-Wing pilot blew up Starkiller Base? Luke, right? Or, wait, Starkiller Base? Yeah. Oh, so this is a... Uh, uh, yeah. Is it Ray? Like, Who's the pilot? Oh. And Ray's not oh. even the... Ray, oh, it's Ray, like if Ray po, was an option, po I would have, Dameron or yeah, some yeah, shit, yeah. right? Yeah. If, if Ray was an option, I would have clicked that for you. But, but, no, it was like Poe, Finn, Han, or General Hux. I don't... I think I have even less memory. When did that... That movie came out like 2015, right? I wanted to say earlier. I was going to say like 20... I don't even know. I was going to say like 2012 or something. I don't know. That seems too early. Yeah, maybe. 2013? I don't know. 
But 2015 does not. I just wanted to say, like, even earlier, because I was thinking, like, three years or something in between each movie. Isn't it, like, only a year between each movie, I thought? No, I thought they did more for Star Wars. Hmm. Maybe maybe two years, but... um, I know that... Uh, what was it? Like, Rise of Skywalker? That was, like, end of 2019, I think, right before COVID. Yeah. Um... All right, yeah, Force Awakens was 15, so I guess if you go 17 is probably Last Jedi, and then... 19. Yeah. Uh, What is the location of the scene in which we see the predominant color of Luke Skywalker's outfit change from white to black? Is that actually what episode, like... Or what, what scene? What it's location? when he enters Jabba's... Well, fucking place. Yeah, yeah. This course has no prequel questions, which is disappointing me. Yeah, that shit that is... slaps. Oh, wait. What race does the comical Jar Jar Binks belong to? <laughs> oh, uh, Gungan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we can probably end. Like, I mean, I think you would have gotten... Like, I, I wish... That's one thing. You have to answer, like, these. To see the next ones? Yeah, so that's sort of... Are you speeding through them to see if there's any hard ones, or... I mean, actually, can we click these? Oh, no, you can't click them. But, yeah, I think you would have been pretty good. But um, this was just, like, a preview just to see, like, where we can get to in the future with movies and stuff. And we'll do more, like, maybe TVs. I was I was looking at maybe doing an Arrested Development quiz. <laughs> but I figured, I figured since Dune just came out, we can maybe do... We'll go with the star theme. We'll go with the, yeah, you know, sci-fi star movie. But other than that, I don't think we have much more to do. You... Yeah, uh, as yeah, we free, as we freeze our ass off, uh, I think people people in Iowa right now they're like, well, oh, actually, we have no Iowa fan base because you have to have a fan base in the first place. Yeah. But if someone ever goes and looks back at this from like anywhere in the north, they're gonna be like, ooh, yeah, you pussies. Anyway, I think that's about it. Uh, yeah, nothing else. All right. Well, once again, thanks for stopping by, and this has been Bros in a Barn.